Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. everybody it's a very brisk night in upstate new york it's getting to be holiday time it's time for thanksgiving it's time for christmas it's time for holidays from other faiths and whatever and it's also time what all it's time to be saved by a guardian angel to be traveling on the road and have some miraculous experience or to be on vacation and swimming in the ocean and just about as a shark is about to eat you, something wonderful will happen. It'll get pulled out of the water at the last minute. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to, before we get into this topic on being uh, saved or being influenced or having this extra type of, event by a guardian angel being saved by a guardian event, uh, angel or something on the lines of that some supernatural being here's my wonderful co-host all james caden who's going to tell us a lot about this a lot more than i am tonight and is going to save all of you from listening to me hey paul how's it going it's going good you know and uh I know all about this subject. It's damn fascinating. <laughs> just to let just to let the audience in on it. I used to have a uh, a, na- a neighbor. He was uh, he, he lived next door to my my parents, and uh, he was straight out of Ireland. He was a, he was a carpenter. He had the, the accent, and uh, anything you talked about this guy, you could go to him and say, "Hey, hey, Tom, I just graduated from college. I'm now a quantum physicist." Oh, yeah, I know all about that. It's damn fascinating. He'd say that to any su- any subject you talk to him about. Oh yeah, I know, I know all about that. That's damn fascinating. <laughs> so, there you go. 
<laughs> so tonight I'm Irish Tom. <laughs> there you go, Irish Tom. <laughs> well, I know this is a, this is a subject that's near and dear to your heart, heart, Paul. I know this interests you a great deal, and it certainly has been a story, um, uh, or it, it certainly has been a subject that's been in all kinds of movies and. Um, What's the film with Kevin Costner where he's the, um, you know, the one I'm talking about, Paul, where he's the the lifeguard for the for the Coast Guard, and he uh, he becomes like a spirit afterwards where he's there saving people. I forget what the, the name of that is, but anyway, it's the same premise that uh, you know supernatural events, uh, whether it be by angels or something else, can enter into our lives and protect us and save us from very awful experiences in life. And it seems that uh, whether it's documentary filmmakers, television, writers, um, YouTube bloggers, uh, whatever, there's a host of um, material on this kind of stuff and stories on it. And it's right up the alley of the people under the stairs. That's one of those kind of things that we like to kind of throw out there and and see where uh, where it takes us. So, Paul, with that in mind, what's some stuff? You know, how do you feel about this this topic of um, guardian angels and interventions when disastrous things might be entering our lives? Well, I'd, I'd like to start that out by saying that, yeah, with a, a show like this, it, it's good to do uh, a show with this kind of topic because the paranormal isn't always scary. You know, there's so many people that that focus on uh, the diabolical hauntings and the demons and the devils and the dark that we so seldom hear about the parts that are good. And I think that's why so many people are afraid of anything paranormal or supernatural. You know, if they even if it's a positive experience, they tend to run from it mm-hmm. because they're they're always uh, because of our culture taught. That is probably uh, some demonic uh, creature in disguise, but that's not always the case. And this this idea of you know being saved by an angel or angel intervention it's it's been around for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I've read I've read many, many, many books on this subject over the years uh, because I've had my own experience and experiences. And, uh, you know, it's one of the reasons I started reading and researching these things like, gee, have other people had experiences like this? Is this real? And mm-hmm. there's there's so many of them where people were in a really tight spot or in danger and something happened that they couldn't explain and literally save their lives many, many times. Mm hmm. And, you know, there might be other names for this that people, uh, you know, you're talking in terms of angels and, and demons and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And for people turning in for the first time, Paul also has a show called The Spirit Side. And, uh, you know, many other things that, that have to do with, uh, you know, these kinds of things uh, from uh, that, that particular perspective of, you know, maybe a biblical or religious perspective or uh, you know, a spiritual perspective on on that point of view. Other people might attribute some of these things to good or bad luck, karma, coincidence. Uh, would you, th- you think that's fair to say, Paul? Where somebody could say, "Gee, it was you know, I, I couldn't believe it, but it was uh, 
almost like there was an intervention in this, you know, I was ready to drown and this log came out of nowhere and, you know, I just was able to grab onto it and, you know, get out of the river in time. Well, yeah, that, that, that's, that's definitely something people could look at as karma or divine intervention. But uh, most of the time when we're talking about this subject, uh, we're talking as, as people will hear in the stories, uh, literal beings or people that are there, then they're not there someone who's falling and they will feel hands catch them and push them back up, you know, on level yeah, ground. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, things of that nature. And I also want to say for people, you know, when we hear the word angel, we usually do put it in this religious context, but uh, the word angel really means messenger. So when you're looking of, you know, a messenger of God or the universe, the cosmos, the higher powers of the universe, uh, you know, we there's a lot of things that could mean. Could it be uh, some spirit that never incarnated in human form that's out there looking out for the welfare of human beings? Certainly could be that. Could it be, as some people uh, hypothesize, a deceased loved one that came and saved them? Well, that could be too, you know, there's there's really no limit on what we could put that word angel or messenger on. So it really is open to interpretation. Yeah. And for those people who are, um, you know, of the Judeo Christian, um, you know, faith, uh, I'll put it that way. Uh, angels are mentioned in the scriptures, according to the research I've done for the show tonight, a little bit uh, that I've done on it, because this is not something that I, I'm, you know, uh, you know, uh, an expert in or necessarily uh, have, uh, you know, a, a belief in to a great extent. Uh, angels are mentioned almost 300 times in the scriptures. You know, I would mean, meaning in our case, uh, you know, the older New Testament. And as a matter of fact, there's one little quote from Hebrews uh, 1, uh, you know, chapter 1, verse 14, and it says, are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Which kind of fits into your point, Paul, about you know trying to save us or do good things or keeping an eye out for us, those kinds mm. of things. You know? So even uh, you know, even people from thousands of years ago, you know, certainly had uh, a, a you know great great confidence and great belief uh, in, in these spirits or angels or ministering spirits, uh, which is what you mentioned, who are going to help us. They're going to, you know, uh, you know, help, help provide salvation to us. So it's an interesting concept. It is. Yeah. Even, even many in uh, Judaism and, and Islam yeah. believe in angels. And you, you can go to these, uh, you know, what we would consider very oppressed countries where there's kind of the, the militant, uh, Islam that, you know, is really rife in the government and the people don't have a lot of rights, but you, you could go to a lot of people, the average person on the street who believes in their religion, believes in their faith, but not this militaristic version that the government has, uh, you know, everyone under the thumb of, and you'll, you'll find droves of people, even in those cultures who say that they, uh, they encountered an angel, they saw an angel. Uh, many say they went to the mosque to pray and there was uh, kind of like a being of light that was there as if it were praying and giving homage to God. So there's uh, every culture, every culture definitely believes in the, the angels in one form or another. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, if you believe in a higher power, if you believe in, 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 in a God or, like I said, a higher power, whichever belief system you have, uh, something you might want to think about is um, I was looking at some things and they said, I found five reasons that God uh, or a higher power might send an angel. And I wanted to see what you think about these, Paul. And, and then I know you have a ton of stories or other ideas um, that go along with all this stuff. But there's a couple of things I just thought that the listeners might, you know, like to think about. You know, if, if you're if you're using our premise of, of believing in a higher power, why might this higher power use or send an angel? One is to give a message from God. You know, angels can be used to to send a message. Like when it comes to like being saved by an uh, you know, an, uh, uh, an angel, that clearly is a message. But uh, there might be other things that that, that angels uh, do in terms of giving a message from God. The second one is the big one that uh, a lot of the stories have to do with, and that's protecting us. Where angels protect mm-hmm. us, they guard us, they fight for us, and uh, those kinds of things. The other thing is angels may be sent from a higher power to serve believers. That God sends angels to minister to those, you know, when they're hurt or they need extra strength uh, or they, uh, you know, are fighting against, um, you know, unbelievable odds. You know, and then another one is to execute God's justice. Where angels can be used by God to punish sinners. And to bring about judgment from God or to bring about um, a righteousness, uh, correcting a situation that's gone terribly uh, wrong or uh, something that a higher power might want uh, to have happen here on earth. And, uh, you know, the angels come down and execute God's judgment. And I guess the last one that I found is to give praise and worship to God. You know, the angels are mighty beings of praise. uh, and, um, you know, they're mentioned again in the Old and New Testament about uh, being very mighty and, uh, you know, being very important to help giving praise and worship to God. So, you know, there are some, um, there are some uh, very concrete uh, reasons, if you believe in a higher power, that that higher power might utilize angels. At least that's what I found. You know, so what do you think, Paul? How does that how does that translate into what kinds of stories or what kinds of experiences can people expect, or have other people have happened to them? Well, I think when it it comes to religion, you know, we we have all the ideas about judgment and all that that kind of thing, mm-hmm. which which may or may not be, but I, I think some people tend to have this idea that uh, you have to be a certain religious fate to. Uh, you know, have an angelic encounter, or if you're bad, God may send an angel to smite you. And, you know, some of these might be just cultural beliefs that kind of uh, mm-hmm. bled into the the writings of certain scriptures and holy books, because a lot, many times the person may not even have, you know, belong to any faith. Like one story that I remember is this woman, her name was June, and she said that she never believed in God, she never went to church, but she believed in angels. And she had a little angel altar in her house with some figurines and candles. 
And every day before she went to work and every night before she went to bed, she would just stand before her little altar and, you know, she would ask the angels for protection and just peace and to be with her throughout the day. And uh, one day she said she went out. I think she was walking to the store because she lived in a more uh, uh, city environment. And she was passing this uh, basketball court and there was, uh, you know, several young men who approached her. And of course, they were going to mug her. They they grabbed a hold of her. They had her at knife point. Uh, a couple of them uh, struck her. And she said all of a sudden uh, they looked up as if they were like looking behind her over her shoulder and they looked very frightened. They didn't say a word. They just let her go and they ran. They ran, you know, into the night. She turned around and looked and there was there was no one there, no police officer, no one coming to her aid. So to her, she said, you know, she believes this was her angels or the angels that she talked to every day and asked for protection and help. Uh, revealed themselves somehow to her attackers and it was frightening to them and they ended up just fleeing. She had no other explanation for this than to say, you know, someone that she couldn't see, you know, intervened and caused this attack to stop. So I found that to be a very interesting story that she, uh, she wasn't a Muslim. She wasn't Jewish. She wasn't Christian. She didn't have any religious affiliation other than believing that there were beings out there who were loving and kind and they looked out for us so very very interesting story that that is uh it's fascinating <laughs> no it's very interesting <laughs> but uh, you know it, it's very funny because again some of the some of the stuff that i've been reading about this makes that exact point and says even for non-believers a brush with real guardian angels is enough to make one question their spirituality and thank God from above. And uh, a funny thing that fits into that is just what you said, people who are non-believers. But, uh, you know, when they get this experience of this helping hand or this angelic uh, assistance, uh, it gives them a greater awareness of some things that they weren't perhaps thinking of before or weren't aware of before that, you know, maybe some of these things exist or that spirituality that they may have thought was not important is very important. You know, that happens to a lot with people who come back from a war or people who've been very sick and, uh, you know, maybe survive an operation or something or they die. You know, we talked about, you know, F, out of um, body experiences and, you know, end of life experiences, people who are kind of coming back and uh, and have a whole different view of life now from their experience with the guardian angel or some type of spiritual experience like that. Do you have any stories like that, Paul, where people, um, you know, who were not believers uh, got rattled or, you know, shaken up after being saved by an angel? Well, when you're saying that, the, the story that it brings to mind for me, uh, I, I don't know that the person was uh, a believer or not. And you might remember this because it was, it was actually in the news where there was a woman who uh, was admitted to the hospital. I don't remember what was wrong with her, but it was very serious. Uh, they didn't expect her to uh, make it through the night, whatever her condition was. And uh, one of the hospital cameras, uh, someone saw standing in front of the door by her room. Uh, it looked like light, you know, a, a being of light with like the angel wings. And then it was there one minute, gone the next. 
And the moment that it it uh, it vanished, the woman instantly made a recovery, you know, like a miraculous recovery. And uh, so speaking of angels that uh, heal people or show up in very peculiar spots, and even the people in the uh, the hospital said that there was something there. They didn't know how this happened. And many of them who were believers and non-believers believe that uh, this woman that was in such uh, critical condition and, and likely to die was visited by something otherworldly that uh, precipitated her her healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's uh, that's a very strange. Uh, that's very strange stuff. I I was looking at a, a story here about a guy that um, you, you, you know was he was heading home from a painting job. When he was driving and it looked like a pipe rolling around in the road uh, and a tow truck drove over the pipe, sending it flying straight through the windshield of his truck. Uh, and this pipe should have hit him in the face, but somehow it missed him. Uh, the guy's name was actually Steve Montgomery in the news. And uh, he couldn't see where he was driving, but somehow he managed to pull over to the side of the road. And he don't know how he doesn't know how he you know, was able to drive. And he said, I, I think an angel was driving the truck because when he was down, when he was bending down, you know, so the pipe went as it went through the window and I couldn't see the highway to keep it on the road. Somebody else was driving the truck. And uh, it wasn't him because he couldn't see the road or anything else like that. And he goes on in the story and he says he was even more sure of the angelic presence when he snapped some photos following the accident and in one there was a v-shaped cloud formation uh that to him looked like an angel with two wings yeah and and that's one you you hear a lot about particularly where there are accidents sometimes uh the people miraculously survive other times where people have passed away if someone had happened to be there taking pictures uh you'll usually see the cloud or that very odd, uh, misty, uh, you know, luminous shape near the car accident that that looks uh, very strangely like an angel with the wings, and uh, so yeah, you, you you actually see that a lot around car accidents, uh, you know, that are, that are very bad, and uh, you also hear tales just like that where people lose control of the car, something happens, and uh, they say that they're trying to steer the car a certain way, but it's almost like someone else gripped the wheel and it's like forcing it in another direction. Mm -hmm. And then when the car stops, you know, they see that the the direction that they were turning the wheel, trying to gain control of the car, they would have went over an embankment or they would have went over a cliff or they would have went into another lane where there was an oncoming tractor trailer at that time. So many, many highway stories about these, clouds and shapes and someone grabbing a hold of the wheel that uh, they can't see. Yeah. You know, there's also things about things defying the odds. I think that uh, lots of times that people think that they'll, they'll say, gee, I, I'm, I, I must, the angels must have been over my shoulder that day, or I must have had a guardian angel uh, that day. There's a story here that um, I saw with, uh, from a guy, his name was Kevin Diefenbrock. And he was uh, a motorcycle accident, and uh, that's the name of the, the fellow in the uh, the story here. These are true stories. 
And uh, we had a motorcycle uh, accident on kind of abandoned, kind of like a Pacific Pal- Palisades kind of parkway. And he fell 105 feet below the highway. And he, number one, the fall, uh, in his recollection was, he said he thought this was the end uh, right there. Nobody could see him. Nobody could hear him. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at... Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling with Reality on all major podcast outlets. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called, Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called, Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did you have a bad day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us.